Hey everybody, this is John Tatey welcoming you back to Pop Mom, the podcast where culture is relative. Yes, it's time again for my mom, Bonnie Tatey, to share her view of pop culture, small town life, and the riddles of human nature. On this episode, we review the cooking competition, Next Level Chef. Let's bring mom in now. Hi, mom. Hi, Johnny. How are you? Oh, I'm excellent. You know, my wife just brought me over a cup of coffee, and I think it's just what I needed to look at the world with uh, some brighter colored lenses. Thank you, coffee, and thank you, Anna. And not in that order. <laughs> just trying to help. Well, you can't have one without the other this morning, as it <laughs> happens, so uh, I'm thankful for them both. How are you doing, Mom? Uh, we're doing good. We've had a lot of snow. We're still having a lot of snow. Uh, so pretty housebound. Not much uh, Not much going on. Although I did go out with um, two friends. Um, I guess, I, you know, friends is a, hard, oh. is a hard word, actually. But these are people that we've known for a while. Uh, one better than the other, maybe. And so it was fun to be invited okay. to go out uh, for a little shopping with them. Um, they have car oh. they have cards. Should we give them names? Um, Are you gonna say nasty things about them? No, 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 no. <laughs> no. Uh, it's Jillian and and Judy. Her oh, her, how nice. Yeah, her wife. Uh, they are uh, a a very lovely couple Jillian has been our naturopath for well daddy's especially for, for what what is that I don't even know what that is well she's like uh she's not she's like not an antibiotic doctor but she is a doctor that uh will treat you with supplements and um <laughs> Yeah, I, I don't really know how to describe it. <laughs> yeah, okay. Well, whatever. And uh, her partner, Judy, who had a daycare center in the next town for uh, many, 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 many years. But because she couldn't get staff, she had to close. And I think she really, oh. really enjoyed it. Um, and as you know, the resources for that sort of thing are just really... Dropping. Oh my god. Yeah. Yeah. But she couldn't she couldn't get people to come in uh, and work. But I did read an article that said that a lot of the staffing problems are because during the pandemic or the height of the pandemic yeah. that a lot yeah. of people retired, a lot of top tier people retired and uh, with them went their experience on how to do everything. And yeah. so now we're left floundering. And even the news last night said that um, the hospitals are at breaking point. In stat terms of staffing, you mean? Yeah. They just don't yeah. have any room for anybody. The beds are full. They don't have enough staff. Oh, I see. But my new doctor has time for a meet and greet next week. Oh. So we'll see what... Oh, it's happening? The meet and greet is happening? It is, finally. Yes, yes, oh, it is. Oh, wow. 
Yeah, they can't be that pressed if there's a meet and greet on the exactly. Schedule. Uh, not to make not to be glib about the situation, we all recognize it's serious. Of course, but this meet and greet has been that's been coming for so long. You gave in, huh? I had to. <laughs> I, you know, they won't prescribe if you don't do what they say. Now, can you get actual medical care at this meet and greet? Or, you know, if you start to say like, boy, you know, I've had this pain in my side. Is she going to be like, up, 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 that's not that we're not meeting or greeting if you get into that. So, no, you'll have to make an appointment. I assume because I said, hey, I'm due for my physical in January. And they and she and the person that made the appointment said, well, if she has time, she'll give you your <laughs> physical. If she gives has time. You know, there's... Is this how we're scheduling things now on a lark? I don't know. But this meet and greet really has me pissed off, so... <laughs> Everything about the doctor pisses me pisses me off. I... Uh, you make an appointment, they say, oh, you better get there 15 minutes early. Get there early, you. Have you ever had a doctor's appointment start at the time Never. it was supposed to? No. If you're within 15 minutes the other way, you're like, whoa, we're, we're moving like grease lightning yeah. today. Like, um, it's just the underlying message is the doctor's time is valuable and your and time And your time is, is not is worth, not. <laughs> is worth diddly poop. And that's pretty irritating <laughs> to me. Uh, you know, I think it's pretty disrespectful and plus although i think the doctor's time is more valuable than mine podcaster could be in all fairness could be but you know what <laughs> i don't want to sit with all your sick people out here either yeah, i came true. here with my own gripe i don't need to go home with theirs nobody covers their mouth in the doctor oh my god my they're experience. horrible nobody they are. <laughs> That's why they're there in the first place. And you men, you men all like to give your nose a little pinchy or sticky. Or you're, <laughs> the men are terrible. They all think they're home in their bathroom and can just do whatever they want with their nose. Like this. Yeah, like thing. that. Yeah. You know, keep your hands away from your nose. It's gross. <laughs> it's gross. I don't. Sometimes it gets itchy. Well. You know, then use the back of your hand, because if you think I don't see you sticking your thumb in there for a good scratch, it's I do. I do see that. Well, this certainly got <laughs> off track. I went out with you're the Judge Judy of the waiting room in the doctor's office. <laughs> Listen. Huh? Oh, yeah, I forgot. This began with you going out with a couple of friends. OK, where did you go to the doctor's no, office? No, no. So we went uh, to BJ's. And uh, they both have cards. Now, I am a sucker for the... for The, the wholesale club. <laughs> the, the, like, Costco type place. Yeah. If it's in a huge box. <laughs> I thought at first box. you meant, like, a restaurant. Like some steakhouse. No, no. BJ's no, Steak. This, this was a very utilitarian trip, but very enjoyable. <laughs> uh, uh, so they have a card to BJ's, and, and I don't. Ooh. So, you know, I just I can't resist, like, a pack of 20 pens... Oh, my God, I have to have, you know, very bad that way. What do you mean? You can't resist a pack of 20 packs of 20 pence. That's (laughs) that's more what you're looking for. (laughs) Oh, they didn't have that. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, right. (laughs) So I got got nice pens, and uh, I got some uh, organic stuff because Judy and Jillian uh, 
eat or organic. That's that's what they uh-huh. that's how they uh-huh. eat. So I did get some of that stuff, uh, and um, I. But here's 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 my question. Here's my question. Okay. And and this might be a a, a woman thing, so. But here's here's the anxiety that comes with it. Okay. It would be nice if they had. What what are those cards that you get, like, well you used to get at a hotel or a restaurant? How was your stay? And you just ticked off a mm. couple boxes. So this is what I would like to know: Did I <laughs> did I talk too much? Did I talk too loud? Did I overshare? Was I too nosy? You know, I would like a a, yeah. a report card on what did you think of me as. A f- yeah. as a friend riding in the car with you. And I guess, unfortunately, I do feel like I talk too much. Uh, Daddy says I talk too loud. I will unwittingly overshare because I'm not very good with a filter. And I guess uh-huh. I'm pretty willing to ask you anything <laughs> that pops into my mind. So maybe I, yeah. what, what I'm coming to is that perhaps I am not the uh, ideal friend that's what i'm wondering now (laughs) well nobody is nobody is we're all human beings uh i don't think you should worry about it oh you're fun you're with it energetic i don't think you talk too much oh it's better than the wallflower who just sits there you're engaged stop worrying about it plus they already know you and they asked you to go shopping with them and they asked you to go to BJ's so they really know you. I mean, they know what a date is. You don't want to go to the steakhouse. You want to go to the wholesale club. If they invite you again, never worry. I mean, never worry about it again, period. But if they invite you again, or if you invite them and they accept, never worry about it again, all right? Okay. That's how we indicate to each other what we think of each other by the time we spend. All right. Uh well, I, and I don't usually get this anxiety till I get home and try to analyze the whole thing. You know, like that's that's when it hits, when it's too late. Yeah, to, of course. To... But everybody's. <laughs> well, yeah, that happens to everybody, and everybody afterward is more focused on themselves. You know, are you thinking about? You're not thinking about. Oh, she was talking too much, or you know, oh, I can't believe she said that thing. Right. Nor no. are they. Okay. They're not. They're more worried about themselves than they are about you. I'm sure of it, as everybody is. All right. So, do you think men go through that? Yeah, sure. Hmm. I don't know. It seems like women spend a lot of time, a lot more time, worrying about what other people think in general. Uh, so it probably happens to women more, but I think it happens to everybody. Okay. Almost everybody. And if it doesn't, my, what's wrong with you? Well, <laughs> <laughs> if it doesn't, I start to worry that maybe you're, you know, maybe you're a jerk or maybe you're just confident. I don't know. Or confident. That would be nice. But, you know, daddy says. Well, I feel. Go ahead. I, I, sorry, but I feel I'm pretty confident in social situations, but I still worry about that afterwards. Do you? Um, yeah. Oh, that that thing I said or that. Yeah. Um, yeah. Was that too much? Because I can be pretty sarcastic as a to people that I care for, you know, or that I like, you know, maybe I don't even care for them yet, but I like, I will be sarcastic and, um, 
I try to give to myself as good as I give to anyone else, and my philosophy is always like, hey, aren't we all kind of assholes, but we're, you know, we're all human is what I find funny, and not everybody finds that funny. Right. Um, so sometimes I have trouble, and I worry like, ooh, was that joke yeah. too? You know, did they understand I was kidding? So I worry about that type of yeah. thing sometimes. Oh, I definitely worry about that because uh, uh, what, you know, it's a throwaway to me, but was that abrasive? In our household, growing up, we gave each other shit all the time and and laughed at each other and laughed at ourselves. Not always laughed at ourselves, I'll admit, but most that was a value in our family that you have to be able to laugh at yourself. And I'm glad I grew up like that. Um, I reflect the environment I grew up in, and uh, so we're a jokey clan, right? Yes, we're a, definitely. Yeah. Something we value. Uh, but uh, Dad pointed out to me... Uh, why do you worry about this? You're not going to change anyway. And you know what? That's the bottom line. That's uh, uh, that's so right. Like, what are you going to... If they gave you a report card, what are you going to do? Like, oh, you could try to change your behavior, but then you'd be in your own head every time you saw them, and there's no way you would be real friends. So dad's right. That's... The whole last 10 minutes of the podcast could have been wrapped up in that little bow that Dad already presented you with. So, yeah, I love that. Okay. Um, now, this is, I, I do have also, this is a very bad segue, but I do have three questions for you uh, because okay. um, I'm, I'm curious about this. And these are things that I think about when I'm falling asleep about all the children. Oh, but, good. But I get okay. to ask you. Yeah, okay. So this is something... Th you know I'm nervous when the rundown is vague, and I have <laughs> to say, for a couple weeks running, Mom, before the show, has said, I just ha I just have a story for you, or I just... So I am on... I, I'm trembling right now as we go into uncharted territory, but I'm ready for these mysterious three questions that uh, you have for me. These are very easy, very easy. <laughs> Do you prefer the ocean, a lake, or a pool, and why? Uh, boy, I love the ocean, but I haven't spent enough time there in my life to say that, I don't think. And I have spent so much time at lakes that I would have to say a lake. Um, uh, I'd like that you can swim to the other side. Mm. Um, or take a boat to the other side, depending on how big a lake or pond it is. Um, you know I like to go under the water and look at fish, which I really love to do in the ocean, but it's pretty simple in a lake. You know, you just put on a pair of goggles and you're good to go. Yeah. I just, the lake is in me, you know. Yeah. We spent so much time in the summers at Chase Pond. That's small country lake is, yeah. <laughs> is what I'm picturing, right? Yeah, well, certainly the children enjoyed Tannery Pond, which... Yeah, that's what I'm. I'm thinking of those little ponds, yeah. really, in New in New Hampshire. But um, people think of a pond and they think of like muck. Right. This is not not necessarily something you'd swim in. Oh, you're but just buttering up, for, buttering me up for New Hampshire vacation this summer. I, I want to be there right now. <laughs> oh, on the shores of Tannery Pond, we all sitting want there that. in the sun, mm. quiet. Oh, lake. I choose. Okay. What about you? Um. I grew up in a pool, uh, a community pool, so I do mm -hmm. have an affection for that. But I do like the ocean, uh, which is more what I grew up with. I like the ocean because I like its 
roughness and its attitude mm-hmm. and its uh, uh, distinctive salty taste. And uh, so I like the attitude of the ocean, yeah. which is tough up here because it's very cold. So tough to get into, uh, even in the summer. In New England, a lot of the ocean, you know, I don't really associate it with like going to the beach, although you certainly can do that down at Hampton Beach, for instance. But like I associate it with like climbing along the rocks and tide pools and finding weird shells and stuff like that. Yeah. But you're like rough and craggy as it is up in the that part of the country. A lake a lake seems a little mysterious to me. I, I do go in the lake, but I it's a little like what what's under there uh oh yeah it's dark it's, it's so dark and still under there it seems right but then there's a sudden burst of life it's very yeah, weird you're right it's scary uh, okay these are good what's this one's one? easier all right excluding anything reese's what it what would be your favorite thing in the easter basket yeah, the Easter basket. Oh, hmm. Excluding Reese's. Uh, you said this was going to be easy. I hate jelly beans. I hate a Cadbury cream egg. Yuck. Um, and I don't like those malted eggs either. Um, I do like a malt ball with a thick layer of chocolate on it, but I don't like those like hard candy shell malt eggs. I'm trying to think of something other than Reese's in the Easter basket that I like. Now, I'm trying to go back to when I was a kid and what I liked. Oh, I know. You know those uh, Russell Stover marshmallow oh, eggs yes. with all the different flavors? I, yes. There's not a bum flavor in the batch for me. Those I'm sure there's one or two I don't like. But um, So you, li- you like those. They have a thin chocolate uh, coating. Yeah, you bite through that thin chocolate shell, and then it's all marshmallow, and then some other flavor in there, or some other shot of something. Raspberry um, or coconut cream or something. You know, the... Yeah. But it's it's all relatively light. I mean, it's still a million yes. calories, of course. But like the Cadbury cream egg, uh, the ooze and thickness of it, I do not care for. And it what has no you? flavor. No, oh, it's not. Know. Yeah, no. It's it's, um, it's not like buttercream or something. It's just right. Blah. Right. Now uh, you go. Can you guess? Can you guess what my favorite Peeps? thing is? In the- yes. Peeps. Yeah. I love peeps. Love them. Bunny peeps or chick peeps? Well, I used to like the chick peeps. I used to like the white chick peeps because I thought they tasted more vanilla. Now they do have white eggs, flat eggs that uh, I I do like. But I, I always preferred the chicks. Yeah, because the chicks have a little shape that makes them for a more interesting like the egg, you're just basically eating a marshmallow with sugar on it. Yeah. At least the chick with has sugar, some pointy yeah. parts. And it used to have a delicious wax eye on it. So. <laughs> Not anymore? <laughs> I think it still does, uh, but it's hardly worth mentioning. It's like a <laughs> hyphen or something. Yeah. <laughs> okay, what's the last one? Okay, the last question is, what is your favorite part of the day? I'm pretty hmm. sure I know. My favorite part of the day? The late night. Yeah. 
<laughs> That's what I figured. I wasn't sure if it still was, but yes. not as much as it used to, because I just don't stay up as late as I used to, because I don't yeah. have the energy, right? You know, I'm usually over here at the office around uh, eight eight thirty, so my mornings oh, are more full of that. potential than they used to be. Um, but uh, I still do love the late night. What can I say? I'm a night owl at heart. Daddy is a night owl. You know, hardly at all anymore. But that was always his thing. I'm, morning is for me. I like all that potential. Yeah, yeah, I feel that too, for sure. So you're kind of in transition, maybe. I might be. Yeah. Well, I had to. <clears throat> the TV show um, back in 2017 was, I think, the end of an era because I would. Um, <clears throat> speaking of short-staffed. You know, I would basically be up till 3 a.m. the night before a taping writing the show. Like, I had a little staff of writers who were good and who I was, you know, I loved and was proud of those writers. But, like, I had to do the heavy lifting on that show. And I was just like, well, I'll do what I've always done as a video game reviewer and as a TV uh, critic. I'll just stay up all night. And I did. And... <clears throat> You may recall I made it to the end of that year. It's like a shell of myself. Thank God that show got canceled. And I have I don't think I'll ever be like that again because I just like if it's one o'clock, I'm like, oh, my God, I can't believe like I can't believe I'm even still awake at this point. Right. Because you have kids. I mean, that's yeah, I could tell a more interesting story than that. But I have two kids now. Um, Eve came in the middle of that TV show year. And there's I think about that. And there's no way I could go back to that lifestyle. It's impossible. And I don't miss it either. Well, that's interesting. That's that's interesting to me, because I do think of you as a, a night person. But now that I have that information, when you visit New Hampshire, I realize we can we can plan the day not to start at 1130 with you in zombie mode. Although I do think when you come home, you sort of revert a little bit to that. Hey, the whole house is mine. Absolutely. Uh, oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> Because that was paradise for me when I was like a teenager. Yeah, I had the run of the place. We live in this big old house. Um, you could be down in dad's uh, office area. And it's like you're in a different world from uh, all the people upstairs in the bedrooms. Yeah. Um, but I don't, I can't stay up that late. So you can get me up earlier. Although I love sleeping in when I'm on vacation. <laughs> Why the hell not? Right. But yeah, all you right. can rouse me out of bed and I won't be as bad as I used to be. That's true. Okay, that's good to know. I'll write that. You can on ask my Anna if that's true. That's me talking. Yeah. You can confirm that with yeah. my wife first. <laughs> I've seen her stomp out of the bedroom, huffing and puffing. And <laughs> okay, what's the last one, Mom? Or was that it? Was that the last one? That's it. That was three. That was three. The wow. interrogation is over. Good job. Wow, Mom produces the show. Excellent material, Mom. Speaking of excellent material, let's talk about Next Level <laughs> Chef. <laughs> As advertised during the Super Bowl, Next Level Chef is a cooking competition show hosted by Gordon Ramsay and a couple of other very famous chefs I've never heard of. They get a bunch of people together, and then those people cook. Well, first we hear some of their personal stories, like if they had a mom or if they faced challenges in their life. You know, really unique <laughs> 
extraordinary stuff about these people. But then it's time to cook. Well, actually, first, there's this platform with a bunch of ingredients on it, and all the little chefs crowd around it, and they take their ingredients that they're going to cook with, and the people on the top level get the first ingredients, and then the people on the next level get the ingredients that are left over, and then the people on the bottom get the ingredients that are left over after that. Can you imagine? And then we cook. Well, first, actually, the master chefs go around, and we hear some more personal stories about all the different chefs. I assume some cooking happens at some point. Here's a clip of Next Level Chef. Okay, let's go. I got far charger right let's here. Let's go, guys. Four, Taking second for this. Third, third, third. Get it, get it, get it, get it, get it. Go. Put it, put it, put it, put it. Good job. Let's go. Good job. Cassie. That was the crisp. You got no bread. Palms and twill. And there's the crisp. No crisp. Girl, come on. I forgot a component that could really save me. I definitely do not feel ready to be in that elimination round again. Platform's here! The platform's here! Five seconds! Matt! Matt! I pick up my plate and I'm running over to the platform. And as I'm reaching up, my apron hooks my arm. Matt! Oh, go get, get, get yourself on there! Just as it's going up, I drop it on the platform. The pressure's on. I mean, talk about anxiety 101. I, I just hope the other floors are in the same mess or we are in trouble. Next Level Chef airs on Fox. It's also available to purchase on Amazon Prime. Mom actually paid for an episode of this show. Mom, did this show level up? Should the whole enterprise be leveled, quite frankly? <laughs> I want my money back. I spent $3 to watch an episode. Oh, my God. $3. You could have gotten six gumballs. I wasn't even sure what to write down. The first word, the first word I wrote down was loud. Apparently, that's what sells. Loud. Just loud. I, that's all I have. I'm not sure what the point of this whole show no, is. I'm not sure either. I don't like Gordon Ramsay to start. Oh, no, I wrote Gordon Ramsay is not my favorite. I'm sorry. Oh, there. good. See there. that? Oh. That's very gentler. civil. Yes. Uh, uh, I don't know how you compare cooks that have lobster on one level and cat food on the bottom level. <laughs> Uh, that, you know, they're supposed to make delicious. Uh, it, it, it just, it was a, it, it was just a mishmash of <laughs> loud uh, stupidity to me. <laughs> yeah. the, the first thing, the first thing that happens is some guy cuts his finger off or something. Oh, I don't yeah. know what happened to you, sir. Yeah, I couldn't tell. Uh, they didn't show the actual injury. Um, he was right back at it five minutes later, so I don't think yes, it was, he was that bad. Well, he, he declared the medic needs to come <laughs> I need out a medic. I need a medic. I've never called for a medic in my life. I would love to have occasion to call for a medic. I think no. that's what this guy was feeling. He just wanted, he wanted to call for a medic for once in his life. Medic! It was ridiculous. It was ridiculous, and... Uh, I'm going to blame the Super Bowl for this show because, you know, they were the one that hyped it. And 
you know, well, it, it existed. Like it really this is its second season, so it's it's not the Super Bowl's fault. Don't blame the poor innocent All right. Super well, Bowl I ne- for this. <laughs> I never, <laughs> I never heard of this show till the Super Bowl. Yeah, well, it's it's been around, but I think most people hadn't heard of it uh, before the Super Bowl. They decided to give it a boost up to the next level. No, I just was... got tired, Mom, of waiting for them to cook something um, or at, talk about these cooking shows. Hate cooking now, don't they? And they hate food, even though you know the the culture of it is all oh we worship the food and bring that flavor out and don't cook it too much. That's what ninety percent of the advice on these cooking shows is: don't yeah. cook it too much. They find a hundred different ways or, to say that. Anne Burrell is famous for saying brown food is good food. She likes, you know, sauteed this and that. Oh, who's Anne Burrell? Anne Burrell is a woman chef. She hosts Worst Cooks in America. Now, she she brings on, they have two teams. She has another uh, chef, and they pick teams but they teach them skills. They teach them how to how to flavor things. What what oh. flavors go together, uh, and it actually instructs these chefs. One is voted off every every time, every week, and uh, you watch them get to be better cooks. Uh, is that how you hold the knife? They teach them knife skills. They teach them mm. uh, which plate you serve this or that on which pan do you utilize uh and it is enjoyable because they start out just awful but they come along and and i feel like that show can be a little crazy but it does teach in a fun way yeah i i don't know i like to learn a little something even about cooking which i hate to do um, but I could stand to learn a little something about cooking. So I think yeah. you wanted us to watch that show, in fact, and I said no, and now I feel quite chagrined because maybe I would have gotten something out of it. They, uh, You can always watch it. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's, <laughs> it's true. I don't need uh, a podcast reason for it. That's right. But, they're, but they also have uh, sometimes groups of celebrities, not, not A-list celebrities, but, you know, people that you might know. So that's, that's a fun uh, thing. Too. I don't need celebrities. No, I don't need that part. Now, now it, my like meter is drooping back towards zero. <laughs> but they can't cook either, so they're they're in it oh, to win it. Oh, they're um, just like us, right? Stars. Yes, yeah. They're just like not, us. Not not stars. They're stars. stars. Oh, <laughs> all your favorite Hollywood stars will be there, cooking ground beef. No. <laughs> This show stinks. This show does stink. The whole the whole premise is this platform full of ingredients. Wow, I could never tell what was on the platform. They cut so quick, yeah. and the camera yes. work is so... I mean, I think that it's good people doing the good camera operators, but it's just the show is so frantic. Um, you can't tell what's on the platform. So I honestly, you know, I thought that the thing would be... There would be a feeling of like, oh, now there's only this left for the people in the middle. And, oh, he took that. Oh, geez. And they sort of try to give you a little like glimpses of that. But you just cannot tell in general what is going on and what's left until. Um, And then, like I said, uh, we had to get everybody's story. And mom, remember um, 
I sent you a message a couple weeks ago about Alan Ludden, the host of Passport. I had just watched an old Passport over lunch, and I talked about how much I liked that at the end of the show, he says something like, the Password is kind. Be kind to your neighbors and um, do something together this weekend. Or some little, you know, benevolent little uh, be a good person message. Now, I think a lot of people would watch that today and say, like, oh, this moralizing, this, like, heavy-handedness, you know. But you know what I like about it is it's sweet and it's good, and it's 10 seconds at the end of a fun game that we all played for its own sake. I mean, to me, these reality shows today are overwhelmingly and tediously moralizing maybe moralizing isn't the right word but it's just like we have to get the story about the guy oh i used to be a football player and then i decided to remake my life and i'm gonna be a chef now and if i can make it anybody can and it's like yeah wow if a former professional athlete can make something of his life wow anybody can what an inspiring (laughs) story everybody had their work hard and gosh i'd come from such difficult circumstances and they're all just fucking normal people like they just have lived normal lives and i don't really care if you're if gordon ramsay is your hero and you're so electrified to meet him after all these years being a chef or whatever like but it's just these constant stories work hard and you'll make it and and if i heard one more person say yes chef yes chef oh my god wasn't that awful it's awful it's awful and it's you know it's like we're on the bridge of the enterprise you know like and it's yes captain it's so tedious and so highfalutin and shut honestly i'm sorry like Maybe I'm a Philistine, but shut the fuck up. You cook food, all right? It's not, yeah. you're not a golden god. You cook food and you cook right. fancy food, great. There's an art to it, wonderful. But, you know, even great artists, we don't address them as, oh, painter, you know, like, <laughs> oh, singer, right? Like, settle down. You are, you are not royalty. You cook food. Chef. Yes, chef. Yes, chef. Screw you. I mean, really. <laughs> I hate well, Jeff a, so much after watching this show. Uh, I, I couldn't take it. I really couldn't take it. And I was just I was just jubilant that I had only purchased one episode because I couldn't. <laughs> I watch. know. Oh, my God. Imagine if you had purchased the whole pack. Oh, and I would feel obligated to watch it. But oh, Really? Yes, chef. If I never hear those words again, I wouldn't recommend this show to anybody. And I'll just reiterate, let's all take a note from Alan Ludden and save your treacle for the last 10 seconds. Okay, and that's it. Can we just play the game? You know, you watch the Olympics and you get the like sob stories about all the star athletes. It's just like one 30 second version of that after another. Yes. Yeah. Which I can't stand because then then I'm not really rooting for the person that I think has the best ability. I'm rooting for the person with the saddest story. (laughs) Not me. I always root against the person with the saddest story. (laughs) You're terrible. You're terrible. Mom, what is your grade for next level? Oh, my God. This this one. If there's what is the worst grade? (laughs) F. 
F minus, G minus. Oh, it's it's really it shouldn't even have a grade. It's just it's just crap. It's just crap. And the star, you know who the real star of the show is? The plexiglass tri level food holder that some kid probably made in shop class and brought home and his father said oh i see a game show in here and that's who the real <laughs> that star is Plexi glass square is the hardest working uh, member of the show's cast let me tell you this let me tell you this because you didn't watch to the end of the, this one episode that i watched the guy is late getting his plate on the top level and he drops it and it falls onto the other uh, levels. So perhaps he ruined somebody else's dish. They don't even address that. <laughs> they don't even address that. They don't. Because the because at the end, you have to get your plate back on this plexiglass yeah. thing that is moving. Right. But you know, you're taking your last minute to clean your plate and do all the chefy things. Wow. Just... I'm so sorry. That was the most exciting moment. <laughs> Of Next Level Chef, and I'm okay that I missed that. A plate falling. Yeah. yeah. Please do be. Oh. Uh, okay. <laughs> I'll, I'll Please. Be. I'll be. I'll be. Mom, what do you All recommend right. this week aside from Next Level Chef? <laughs> um, well, I got this book out of the library because it looked very interesting to me, and it reminded me again. It's called The Kellogg's. The Battling Brothers of Battle Creek. The title alone is riveting. <laughs> oh, my God. oh, there's a, an exhausting war in the title itself. Yeah, okay. So it is about the uh, Kellogg franchise of cereal, which is very interesting to me because I do forget from time to time that cereal really started as a health food. Uh, mm. I do, maybe, maybe people ate oatmeal but probably eggs and whatever, I don't know. But cereal became a big health thing, and they built this facility. They had a sanitarium where you could go, and they had a hospital facility. And um, so in the beginning, cereal was, uh, I guess, revolutionary for its health uh, benefits. Yeah. But this is a story of And then they figured out you could make it taste good instead. Right. With sugar on yeah. it. You could put a little sugar on it and then, oh, you got yourself a whole new industry. And and eventually it just turned into sugar with a bit of green somewhere in there, yeah. like sugar pops, and uh, which we don't call sugar pops anymore. We call, I think we just call them Christ, corn well, they pops. They changed that when I was a kid. Yeah, they just call them well, corn pops now. Well, sugar was not a dirty word when I was a child. So anyway. Sugar smacks too, uh, right? Sugar smacks, right? Now they just right? call those smacks. What else? What else did they change? Oh, it used to be sugar frosted flakes. Yeah. Now it's just frosted flakes. Okay. Anyway, and it it, it has no less sugar in it. Though. No, it's uh, no less delicious. So anyway, uh, this looks. These brothers did not get together. They hated each other. In fact, um, well into their eighties and nineties, and. <laughs> Uh, so there's the bitter taste of cereal on your tongue. <laughs> <laughs> oh, your perfect wrap up. I don't even, I do want to ask them, did they run the company together all those years or were they fighting for control of the company? Uh, or both? Well, I, ha I, I, uh, they, they had personal, they personally hated each other. Uh, so 
but they did build this. So, but I wanted to tell you, there's a, a, a documentary on biography that I think you can watch on some prime or something yeah. that might, might be more interesting than this book, which is quite cumbersome. Oh, I thought this was a recommendation. Well, it is a recommendation. I mean, I enjoy the reading of a book, but if you just wanted to learn the story of it, uh, you know, and you're a visual person, there is a DVD of their oh, okay. story. So you're just calling the act of reading a book cumbersome? <laughs> or is the book itself kind of ornery? That's what I'm trying to get at. It is. It's, okay. you know, it's a lot of factual. It's not like uh, they were at the swimming hole and one of them slugged <laughs> the other one. It's not stuff like that. It's a little, it's a little dry. Um, just like old st- cereal, right? <laughs> it's good for you. I, Old cereal. Well, I mean, like uh, you know what I mean. Not old, not stale old cereal, but uh, oh, okay. cereal from the good old days is what I mean. That's like right. we were just talking about. Right. My favorite Forget cereal it. growing up was Sugar Jets. <laughs> Sugar Jets, really? <laughs> yes. Oh yeah, Jets. That was the big thing in the middle of the twentieth century too. The Jet Age. Yes. <sighs> sure. Okay. Well, if you like a cumbersome, hard-to-read book, then Mom recommends <laughs> the Kellogg's, The Battling Brothers of Battle Creek, or just watch it on TV for all she cares. That'll do it for this edition of Pop Mom. Mom and I will be back soon to talk about more. What should we talk about, Mom? Hmm, what do you think? Something interesting. Something interesting. You know, I really think we should talk about the French chef next week, like we said we were going to. Okay. Um, so we'll, that'll be the second part of our cooking two-parter. I wonder if we'll be as hard on old Julia Child as we were on Gordon Ramsay. I suspect not, but we'll see. We'll see. Uh, In any case, thank you for listening. If you enjoyed the show, don't forget to tell your friends. That's really important, actually. If you hadn't told your friends in a while, tell your friends about the show. Because, hey, we're here podcasting. uh, Wait, wait. Did you hear what you said? You said podcasting. (laughs) Happy happy (laughs) podcasting. Did I really? Well, I think <laughs> tell your friends in any case, Okay. tell your friends about our podcasting and our podcasting. Also, we love to get email. It's popmom at ological.net. Talk to us about anything. Uh, we love you. <laughs> Mom and I will talk to you again in next week. Mm-hmm. Bye for nowing, Mom. <laughs> Bye, Johnny. I love you. I love you, too.